0: Is Disney Park planning stress making you feel a bit blue? Don't fretta. We got the cheddar.
1: It's time to give y'all the to good goods.
0: Don't worry. You're not Prove alone in this. Yes, we know this is cheesy.
1: And that's just how we fond to it.
0: So take a bite because you're listening to Mousetrapped.
1: Hey guys, I'm Ashley, and I'm Ellie. And Maddie is out looking for more cheddar, but you are listening to Mousetrapped. We're so excited to be back with you guys again. We have a very special episode planned for today. We are going to get an inside look at Ellie's experience uh, working in the Bippity Boppity Boutique. So many people love the Bippity Boppity Boutique loved by many 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 young adults any age so before we get into that i'm gonna bring you guys our segment okay guys so you know that my specialty here at mousetrap is disney pounding and especially with the pandemic right now you gotta wear your mask so we have definitely talked about how to incorporate the mask in with your disney pound. So I love incorporating the mask with any character that I'm doing so the the mask design doesn't clash because I don't like when that happens. It irks me so much. But so go ahead and feel free to incorporate the mask in with your bound. But the real cheddar is today, don't forget to bring a backup mask don't just bring your one mask that goes with your Disney bound. Bring an extra mask, bring an extra mask, bring an extra mask. Because so many things can happen to your mask. You don't want to be caught without a mask in Disney, because you'll either have to buy a new one or buy a disposable one, when you could just bring an extra one that you have at home. You could bring an extra one that goes with your bound, or just an extra emergency backup one that you're like, I don't care what it looks like, I just have to put it on. So. That's my, my cheddar for today. Bring back up masks, masks, masks. You don't want to
0: end up on Splash Mountain and uh, coming out with a wet mask and not having a backup yeah, once. It's a
1: great tip. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> all right, Ellie. So I'm so excited to hear about oh, all these stories because it is such a world that so many people want to look into. I know the Bippity Baffi boutique is such a beloved aspect of disney and i know there's like a waiting list to get in there and everything like many things at disney but a lot of children that is like the first thing they ask about when they when they're like we're going to disney like can i do the boutique i want to do the boutique i know (laughs) i wish i could do it past the limit (laughs) but we will touch upon how to boutique if you're over the limit in a later episode yeah but uh so you wake up in the morning and you're like, "I'm a fig, fairy godmother in training." What do you do first? What does your day look like?
0: Uh, I so um, just to disclaimer right now that the bitty boppity boutique is closed. Right. Um, mm-hmm. So I just want to start the episode by saying that it's really really sad um, because, it, like Ashley had mentioned, it is such a big part of so many families trips and it's something that's a tradition that a lot of families do. Um, so just disclaimer, at the time of recording and probably the time that this episode comes out. I mm-hmm. don't imagine an opening before then, but I just want to say that first off. So my day is a fidget. Usually I would start my day um, in the castle, walking in the castle doors about 7.30. Um, every so often I'd have to go a little bit earlier and in the morning. Mary Godmother would have us stock and make sure everything was ready to go. So we would put out... Q-tips and put out our brushes and we had brand new brushes that we would stack every day and um, just making sure that everything was ready, cleaning the mirrors to make sure it's clear for the royal photographers. And that was one of my favorite times in the morning, it was so quiet and we would come before the park would open. So just walking around Fantasyland let it be, with it being silent and you hear the, the music playing, but. There's no people. It's just the most peaceful thing you can imagine. Um, so after we get our chores done, um, we all sit down and we discuss our plan for the day. If there's any new dresses or new um, hairstyles coming out or anything that we should be aware of, especially during the holidays the traffic patterns. Also because we're spending a lot of extra time with families, um, they expect us to know things or they expected us to know things 30 minutes, 45 minutes. So we would get a lot of questions. So they would actually fill us in on a lot of extra info than I think other locations probably received because they wanted us to have that extra knowledge because we'd be talking to families for so long. So after we would have our morning meeting, and we even had a little chant that we used to do. I know oh, this is top right? You'd say bippity the magic starts with you. I love that. Um, and it was just our way to remember that we are the ones who are bringing the magic. So just to keep um, everything cheery and happy, even if things uh, started getting a little backed up, because sometimes that can happen with the TV. And then, now this is something that doesn't happen anymore. In 2015, I did one program, or my second program was 2017. In 2015, we used to stand outside the castle and wave to the families as they came down Main Street. And it would be a wave of people all coming at the same time. We'd see the fireworks go off, and that's when we knew that the crowd would be coming. And we would all stand with our dresses and holding our skirts and waving. Um, And then if we saw that there was somebody who was asking for directions, we would give that. And then if there was somebody who was going to the boutique, we would take that child's hand and we'd walk them to the boutique and take them through every step of the process. And that was so special to do in the morning. And it was like slower, it was more peaceful. So if you do have a princess who um, can have sensory overload, or I mean, I think we can all have sensory overload, but if you have a child who is More prone to that, I recommend getting that earliest reservation you can, so peaceful. Now things are a little different. They did open up a separate check-in location, and the fairies don't stand outside the castle. Um, It's just across the way from the boutique, but they have made it a lot bigger so that it's a little more conducive to getting more people in there, so that way we can see more princesses in there. Um, and that, that was already that happened after my second program. The Saturday yeah. um, so that was my morning, and then we would just start either doing hair and makeup and nails, or we would be checking families in, or we would be working with the mice to have their dresses sewn for them so they could try on their dresses. And, and that was that was my morning. It was so oh, magical. Love it
1: all: hair, makeup, nails. I need to incorporate that. <laughs> Every day, Nipply Boppy at home. Yes, (laughs) it's all that. You feel so good when you get all done up. It's Mm -hmm. the best. And also, we were in a lot
0: of people's photos, like all the time. There was a lot, like on Instagram. If you typed in nippity Boppy Boutique, you almost always saw the Fairy Godmother in the picture. And we were all pretty aware of that, so we did try to make sure that we looked. You know, Mm -hmm. something that we wouldn't mind seeing ourselves all over the internet. (laughs) So, um, most of the fairy godmothers spent some extra time um, before coming into the castle, just making sure that they were looking there, what they felt was their best. Um, Mm -hmm. And there are, you know, there's multiple boutique locations. Um, So they have the new one in the Grand Floridian, which looks beautiful. They have the one in Disney Springs, which is um, also beautiful and a little easier to get into. Um, and then the one in the castle, and I did both of my programs in the castle. So things are a little different
1: based on where you end up to. Right. Ah, so wonderful, so magical, so wonderful. Uh, Let's talk about your favorite things that you got to do. Like, did you have a favorite part, like hair, makeup, nails? Did you really like doing hair, nails? What was your favorite part of your routine?
0: I, you know, it depended on the kid, and it depended, mm-hmm. you know, um, when fairy godmothers teaching us the hairstyles, we learn how to do them on different types of hair,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: you know, every hairstyle kind of lends itself better to a different style. But if that princess didn't want that style, like it's your job to make sure that she gets the hair that she wants. Um, so even though I would see like one child's really thick, beautiful hair go, oh my gosh, this look would. Just, I know it would hold really well, but they're following their style. You know, you want to make sure you accommodate that. So, you know, the hairstyles, I think it kind of depended on the kids' hair that you were working with. And um, I did enjoy like hair that was a little more challenging, whether it's just really tangled or really thick mm-hmm. or really thin. You know, every child's hair is different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we would notice as we would go to the park center off days that. We would say, like, we would point out, oh, my gosh, that kid would look really great with the fairy tale. And <laughs> that kid's hair would be perfect for a diva. That's um, Just analyzing her hair as we walked around Disney World. Something that we all realized we did after the fact. Um, that was pretty funny. I adore but, that. <laughs> but yeah, but then other kids were just so funny and I used to love to do like some singing when I would do their makeup. Like I would say like, open your mouth like Ariel when she sings, ah, ah, and the kids would be like, oh my goodness, you know, you're singing. Oh my gosh. So I did love that. And then just seeing some kids' reaction to nail polish, like I had one Make-A-Wish family where the girl, her hands were clenched. So her mom said, oh, she can't do the manicure. Um, she—it's just something that you know. And I said, would it be okay if I got a little creative and they give me the okay? And so I just stuck my finger in between her hand, and I just held it there a little bit longer. I did a nice thin coat of polish. So it dried a bit and she got her first manicure, and the mom told me, I never thought that she this is something she'd be able to do. Oh my gosh. And that's thats what the boutique was about. It was about it's being about. creative and making dreams come true. It was a
1: lot of, I adored that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, that was a special one. Oh, I will not forget that. Um, my, I think I have a favorite part of the boutique. Even though I never got to get a makeover for myself, I got the pleasure of seeing Maddie's sister Sage get one and um so first she wanted to be Cinderella like very set on being Cinderella and they didn't have her exact size in for the Cinderella costume so the fairy godmother in training was beyond helpful with finding a different costume that was just as magical as what she had first set out and we found one that was even better. She was just blown away by. It was a Minnie Mouse costume. Oh, it's so cute. Which is like so beyond cute, like with the shoes and the everything and the fairy godmother. We'll shout her out on the page. Oh my gosh, we actually wanted to at a time. We got a picture of them together. What, what was her name? Oh my gosh, I think it was, I don't remember. I wrote it down uh, You have to find her name because oh, I'm, I'm,
0: sure, I'm sure I knew her. What year did this happen?
1: This was 2019. I
0: think,
1: yeah. If there's a That's chance so it wasn't
0: if it was, like, a CP, but <laughs> if it wasn't, I mean, the fairy godmothers, I mean, everybody just, they try really, really hard to get exactly what the princess wants, and if like they can get exactly what the princess wants, like, uh, everybody I just fights for it.
1: The way she did it, like, she kept, she really, like, perfect example of keeping the magic alive when things don't go exactly as planned, so making sure, um, she, Sage wasn't, you know, Crushed by that they didn't have a Cinderella costume, she totally diverted it. She brought so many other options. She still wanted Cinderella until she found the Minnie Mouse costume. So the Minnie, we were all like, oh my gosh, Minnie Mouse costume is so beyond cute. She loved it. But my favorite part on top of that, my favorite part of the boutique that I witnessed was that they do the makeover facing away from the mirror, and then at the end they turn them around and they have them close their eyes and they open the eyes and they see everything for the first time, and my heart, my heart. That was always my, my favorite. Heart. And
0: I, I mean, <laughs> honestly, a lot of times we would either tear up or we would go in the back. But there was a lot of crying and you know, when we were off stage. <laughs> it's <was> so <laughs> funny because me and Maddie
1: were sitting in the like the, uh, the, um, dressing room where they get made up as the stepsisters <laughs> <laughs> and we're like watching. It was so funny because we were battling as the stepsisters. we, <laughs> we were
0: like, yeah. this is so cool. It was, just, it was just so so magical. That was actually one of the first things they did on my first day of training. They took you to the boutique and just showed you around and just showed you some basic things. And then they would wait for a transformation to be revealed. So that's what they oh. would call it. And so we would just kind of wait around. And that was your very first day, um, you know. I mean, oh my gosh. And then being the boutique, oh, it was just yeah. so magical. And you're like, oh, my god, I'm going to get to do that. Disneyland does a really cool job of it, too. They have a mirror that they say, like, bippity boo. And when they say the boo, it like opens up to reveal them. So they're facing the mirror. Okay. I mean, face, they're already facing the mirror when they reveal it, but they I still are they, turned around. Yeah. So that way, like, the kids can, can see their families. Because the it family. is a little scary.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. I love. I, I just loved the whole the whole way it was done because we were facing her the whole time and like talking with her through it and like oh this looks great, that looks great, oh my goodness so cute and she got instead of the one on top bun it was like two buns. Oh she got the Minnie Mouse buns. Yeah she was done up like head to toe Minnie Mouse. She wore it for like two days like the dress everything. <laughs> that Minnie Mouse Girl. hairstyle was just on my way out. Fairy Godmother introduced that style and
0: I was so jealous because
1: it was so cute, oh my god. LGBTQ. Can you talk us through each hairstyle? Like how many are there? So
0: a, a lot has changed a lot. since my okay. program um, and honestly I think a lot will change when everything opens again so I'm not going to go too too deep into it just because mm. there's always changes but I do know now that they are, there's an emphasis on natural looking hair. There was once a time that the fairies would rely on gel, the fish jelly, to kind of slick up the hair so that it looked like it was really tight, but it wasn't as tight as right. it looked. Mm-hmm. But it gave more, it was a very polished look, but it didn't look as natural. And within the past, I guess, four or five years, they've put more of an emphasis on it being natural. They want it to look like it's a kid's hair. They want to make sure it's really, really comfortable for the kids. There's very, like, that's such a big priority in the boutique. Absolutely. very um, Godmother doesn't have too many rules, but that's one of her rules. Like, you can't cause allergies. Mm-hmm. And so there, that's why the Minnie Mouse buns were kind of introduced, because it's a very natural hairstyle. Um, they're also allowing for a lot more modifications on the hairstyle. For a while, Barry Godmother only liked to stick with four hairstyles and one was crazier than the next you know there's a very classic fairy tale but then all of a sudden there was like the rock star one pop star and it was it was wild and some families didn't want it as wild so now there's a lot of variations and again when things open back up again i think just for safety they're going to have to modify some things and they I, I don't want to go too deep into the hairstyles and have somebody get looking forward for a hairstyle i disappointed but just know that all right. There are many. You really do listen to guest feedback on the hairstyles. Things are always evolving with the boutique. And that was a big part of, you know, spending time with fairy godmother wants you to learn a lot of things. So the story for a fairy godmother, is if you haven't been to the boutique, um, fairy godmother um, Cinderella's fairy godmother opened up a training for future fairy godmothers. It takes one thousand years to become a fairy, so um, these fairies work for hundreds of years in the bootie training their skills, and every day they get a little bit faster until so they get so fast, all they have to do is say "bippity boppity boo." and the hairstyle and makeup and everything will be done, but we're still in training. So there's, you know, it's, it's a long process. Fairy Godmother has a lot to teach and because she wants to teach lots of things, things change very frequently. So, um, as much as I love, love blog, I have a blog for my experience, and I actually went through different hairstyles a few years ago and that's changed. Look on those blogs for ideas so you're not surprised when you go in with your princess, but at the same time, know that certain things may not be available. That's actually a big tip, though, knowing what to expect, whether you're watching a video online and each transformation is a little different. Um, I did create on my own blog, EllieEarnsHerears.blogspot.com, a sensory story. So it actually walks you through every step of the process. It might feel a little different now with the new location, but that's a way to do it without giving away the magic. You know, you don't want to. Give away what they're going to see. But for some kids, it's helpful to know. Because it can be scary to be on a chair mm-hmm. without you know your being clean and a
1: little nerve wracking. Right. So that can be helpful. And regardless of the evolution of the hairstyles, the makeovers, they're always stunning. So oh, whichever way are. you, you dice it, they're wonderful. That's why they're such a waiting list. Like and it's just it's just very magical. It was Definitely introduced the whole Bibbidi Bobby boutique like right when I was aging out of it, I think. So I was like, oh. <laughs> so they had for a while. They let adults in a while.
0: It was like a few months. They let adults in, yeah. um, and then they quickly went away from that just because there was such a demand and they were trying yeah. to save it. So they are very very strict with the age. I will say yeah. that. Um, and it's ages three through twelve. Now I imagine is it the is the mask required for two and up or three and up i think it's two and up okay because i was going to say that they might use that as a way to tell you know children's ages they they were very very that was they were very very serious about that Mm two-year-old limit um there every so often there were exceptions for older um if there is a princess who cognitively would fit the bill they'll definitely make exceptions um and just like some special circumstances they'll make exceptions for older but younger definitely not so if you have a two-year-old either just wait until the birthday or wait until the next trip i know it's hard but honestly most two-year-olds it's this is a tough experience anyway, and it's not enjoyable and pleasant because they're antsy, or they don't want their hair pulled, or they're just yeah. tired. I've had princesses literally yeah. fall asleep in my arms as I'm doing hair hair, <laughs> <laughs> so um, you know it happens. And usually, photographers come and you know, make, you know, take them some pictures. But yeah, just be oh, okay. be aware of that
1: age limit, especially yeah. the younger ones. Absolutely. And speaking of princesses falling asleep in your arms, um, what are your are there any stories that you hold very close to your heart? I know you probably have a thousand.
0: There are so oh, many stories. Like share with us. It's so hard to pick because there are there's just so many stories that I just uh, will always stay with. We really funny things, really heartfelt. So I do have a background in special education, and because of that, I. I had a lot of the make wish families because, um, and then just my own health things that I've gone through, I had a lot of families with kids who had like brain surgeries or because I'm aware of what that kind of, you know, kind of, kind of works in my head. So I was really lucky to have a lot of those make wish families and VIP families. Um, and I mean, one of the stories that just, oh, I will never forget. One little girl, you always ask them what they wish for before they get their pixie dust and so um, I did it for the mom and the mom said oh my daughter always knows my wishes and she looks up at me and says that I can walk one day how do you respond to that you just don't oh my gosh it was like just holding back the tears she's just the most positive little girl Um, so and they frequent in the boutique so they had given me a heads up before i got her um one of my leaders pulled me aside and said like, they've been here like nine times they always make this part of their trip um and so they were giving her to me they really tried to like put her with people who were very into the story and you know kind of like me um so that one was a tearjerker i told you the nail polish story i had one girl who sorry i felt so bad so they were staying at animal kingdom lodge which is a beautiful hotel and their shower broke. so they decided before coming to the boutique to wash the daughter's hair in the pool now if you do hair one you know wet hair yeah it's a little easier to work with sometimes except for not the boutique hairstyles and you need them to be like a little damp, but not wet, wet. And two, chlorine knots her hair. Significantly. Yeah. And this girl already had knotty hair, so it was really long. So I just kept working with the hair and working with it, trying to figure out what I was gonna do um, for the style. I think I just like took apart like three knots and braided them together because of the way the hairstyle worked that it actually looked good. So I mean, she looks gorgeous by the end. And, we were just having a lot of fun going, giving her some like school tricks, but she didn't like math and I didn't like math. So like, you know, I had some tricks for her. And she was like so excited to go back to school and tell her teacher that she learned some Disney. And so when I turned her around for her trip, you know, for her final reveal, um, she looked at herself and was just shocked. And I have a lot of musical theater listeners. So if you like know in Gypsy, when Louise looks in the mirror and she's like, I'm pretty. That's what this girl said. She like shocked herself and was like, I'm beautiful. And it was like, it was just like the first time she looked at herself and felt good about herself. And then her mom pulled me aside and told me, thank you so much for taking so much time with her. She's a cancer survivor and she hasn't cut her hair since she had her last chemo. So this really meant a lot to us and I'm like, Trying to hold back the tears, like, and her transformation they came really late they were washing their hair in the pool. <laughs> um, so like I was there way after I was supposed to, and um, mm. it was just the most touching, the, the most touching story. I still remember her name. I won't say it on call, mm-hmm. well, but I still remember her name. I'll never forget that. And um, the boutique, like they really try to make special experience, especially if there's something that's gone wrong in your trip, like. Um, there was one family where the whole family got fast passes for Mine but they couldn't get one for their grandma for some reason. So I would recommend that they just go to the fast pass line and explain. And I'm not sure if they would let them through, but I just let one of the leaders know, and they came out with a fast pass. So after the girl was transformed, I said, "I have some magic for you, oh Nana. God. and I said, "Bipity bopity boo, here's a fast pass for you," no. and she just started crying. And it was just the kind of thing that was such a small thing but you know the, the stress and the emotion of going on a disney trip and then having that surprise was um it was really special and actually i think that was the family that the grandfather had passed away and his wish was that all the kids would go to disney world um all the grandkids would go so he left money for them to all to go and so i also had buttons made that said celebrating pop or Poppy. Oh my. God. And so the whole family had like the specially made buttons that had the same on it. So, you know, I just do really, really try to make this, you know, yes, the rides, and we talk about this all the time on the podcast. The rides are fun and it's a blast going, you know, through the parks. But at the end of the day, it's the experiences and the relationships that you make. And I've actually kept in touch with a few of the families that have come down. And, like, I received one message from a family that said she picked her favorite place was Disney World, and she specifically picked the picture with you. And that was just the most touching thing, because that made an impact. So, I mean, I have so many stories. If you're looking for some funny stories or tearjerkers, again, my blog is elitereferenceforears.blogspot.com. I have so many stories on there. But um, there's... There's just, yeah, we, we just have a lot of fun. And it was a lot of just really magical moments. And, I mean, I just have so, I have so many stories. Just yeah. Go on, I go on the blog It's not that <laughs> my writing is great. It's that the, the stories were just really,
1: really touching. And that was my everyday. Yeah. <gasps> huh? That was the best. You miss it so much. I, I mean, I miss,
0: i miss it so much just the thought of being able to wake up every day and knowing that you were such a like a a big part of the magic that kids were experiencing and families were experiencing and i would love to take like boys who were like oh i have to sit here with my sister and then at the end they didn't want to go because they were having so much fun because we were playing games together I had one boy the dad came to take him on splash mountain was like come on like i'm getting you out of here I was like, Dad, no, I'm playing a trivia game. I can't leave. And I had one little boy who went to the Pirates League, and I was doing his sister's hair. And I was like, oh, are you a bad pirate or a good pirate? And he's like, I'm a good pirate. And he went back and forth for a long time. And then he gave me jewels to prove himself. <laughs> and, like, he, he gave me his, like, special pirate jewels that they gave him from the Pirates League, which you're not supposed to share with anybody. These are, like, really special jewels but he was just so proud of the fact that he was a good pirate and he was gonna protect his sister. Um, And I I saved a lot of those things. I was just working on a scrapbook and I did save those
1: little things. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Uh, Well, uh, these are all such enchanting memories and moments and experiences. We'll definitely be putting some photos on our Instagram of photos that we've had. Um, so you guys can take a look at some of the things we're talking about. Uh, yeah. Thank you so much, Ellie. Thank you for making the magic. Oh, thank you for letting me share. I could talk about my boutique experience.
0: Yeah. Like all day, every day. I I mean, I just, it was. And for those of you who are, you know, some people said, why did you waste a semester doing the college program? Like it has nothing to do with your degree (laughs) why are you why are you doing this and I can say that I mean I was just tired in a teaching job and every single round of the interview that's all we wanted to talk about Mm -hmm. I had three different rounds with superintendents going so i wanted to call the fairy godmother, like, you know, it, it was just It was so much fun to talk about and talk about the cool experiences that I had and getting to You know, I learned some portuguese like princesa and maquiagem And all these families I'm like you're from brazil and was not from brazil, but I tried really hard to learn different languages um and things like that, you know, I learned about different cultures and like from all over around the world. It was just so much fun. So there's so many things that you can learn from something that may not seem like it it ties super close to your major. I mean, I was working with kids that just consider the college program when it does open up again. I'm fairly certain the reason I got the job that I just got. I don't think I I mean, I'm sure it's not the only reason, but
1: it was a big, it was a big talking point.
0: So I just wanted to share that. Like um, I,
1: yeah, I absolutely agree. I feel like re- any, regardless of what your major is, your career outlook is, whatever you're set set setting out for, I feel like the Disney working for Disney at any point in any way will always enhance whatever you're doing in life because, regardless of your role, being a Disney cast member, like regardless of your role, you're a Disney cast member, and being a Disney cast member is some serious stuff (laughs) so it it is a lot of responsibility came out a better worker person and just every like performer and it enhanced me in so many ways uh so i would recommend it for any people to be honest
0: you know my last day of work um not my last day of work but my but my last day of like playing in the parks i did see the fairy godmother and I told her that I was a fairy godmother and training in the castle and this, you know, I was gonna celebrate my thousandth birthday and I was really sad. And she just gave me the biggest hug and whispered in my ear. She said, look, you take that magic with you wherever you go. Like you, you make magic and now you're gonna make that magic all over the country instead of just here. Exactly. And that was what I needed to hear that day because I was like, the magic is ending, but it really wasn't. That's it was just it's all just that's and just bringing all. that joy that you have when you're working in disney and oh, it's it's something that can it carries with you everywhere and i still and for families who have been to the boutique and grew like, up listening to this yes many of the kids make a significant impact yes fairy godmothers remember kids names like for a really long time um no we really usually don't remember the, the crazy like negative stories we remember those really positive ones and um A lot of times they make more of an impact on us than we could ever make on your kids. So thank you for sharing them with us um, and taking some time out of your Disney trips to do that with us.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. I completely agree. Oh my goodness. (laughs) So Thank
0: you so much for listening today. If you have any questions specific to the Bippity Boppity Boutique, or specific to the Disney College program, please send us an email to mousetrappedpodcast at gmail.com. You can also subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash mousetrappedpodcast and follow us on Instagram at mousetrappedpodcast. We'll be certainly posting some giveaways and some special announcements, so make sure you keep an eye on those pages. If you have any other questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on our show? We would love for you to contact us. Again, our email is mousetrappedpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening and have a super magical day. Stay cheesy.